I had my first couple of days back in the office since for two years this week. Oh, wow. Okay. It was interesting. How was that? Yeah, fine. Actually, I missed it a little bit. Um, but yeah, it turns out it's much more difficult to eardrum at your desk when you're in an office and I'd forgotten. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure you've picked up really bad. Mm. Uh, oh, like, yeah. I'm I, I'm alone in my space habits. Yeah, that, this is my yeah. own house. I can do whatever I want. No, you can't can't do that anymore. Sorry. But they're currently kitting the office out with like fancy uh, video conferencing stuff. And mm. there's like weird tablets that do it. Th- I don't know. I need to go play with it all on Tuesday and see how it all works. Have you got those but... like, have you got those telepresence robots that are like wheels on a stick? With no, a I uh, did suggest that at one point. They were like, no, you should not. get one. No. Instead, we're just going to hire someone. I, I, just be like, just be like, well, you wanted me in the office, so yeah. just give me a telepresence robot. Like, Instead, I'm just going to hire someone in a Segway with an iPad and just <laughs> roll around the office. Yeah, then to carry you around. Yeah. Uh, so Go you're going to hire one of the interns to do, right? Yeah, just, oh, yeah, yeah. Go to meet room yeah. four. <laughs> just carry me to meet room four. You yeah. should get like a big, um, like a big cuddly toy and like sellotape the, the iPad to its head so that it's like, <laughs> it's like piggybacking you around the office. Get one of those, um... um the the giant slow pokes that you can get from the Pokemon store. Yeah, 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 yeah I get that. Just stick and, that on. Uh, and put that directly at your desk. Just yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the internet. This is the Game and Start podcast for the twenty second of March, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. God. <laughs> right. My name's Calum. My name's Ewan. And uh, in case you can't already tell, this is going to be a weird one because for two reasons. One, we both just woke up, so mm-hmm. this is going to be uh, of a completely different energy. I barely know where I am right now because I just woke up. Calum elected for a early morning recording this time. Well, like I had to. I can't record at a normal time because I, uh, friends of mine had planned to do a Destiny raid at that time, so I was like, oh, well, sure. I can't record anymore, so I, I needed to reschedule, and I was like, well, I don't want to do it on a Saturday night, because that's just sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I need to do uh, <laughs> Only Losers podcast now. on a Saturday night, as opposed, well, to yeah. we, as opposed to what we'd normally be doing, which is, you know, hitting the club. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, just, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I feel like Saturday night is for doing things that aren't not work. This is work just conceptually, like, you just don't agree with doing stuff conce- on a Saturday yeah, night. Conceptually, okay. I, I want to do things that I I have delineated in my head as relaxation, not sure. things I have to do. Yeah. Which is how I keep my sanity. So there's that, and there's also the added benefit of uh, we've come out the other end of February and March in video gaming, and now we're in yet another try spell, so I don't know what, uh, how we're going to talk about stuff. Um, well, kind, kind of a dry spell. There's definitely stuff next next week. Is there? Next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, Ghostwire is Tuesday, uh, Thursday. Yeah, that's not that's not a real video game though, is it? That is... Okay. There's Ghostwire. There is uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. There is. That's true, but that's like two weeks away, right? Isn't two, it? Uh, two weeks. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah. it'll be next next time. And there's something else as well. I mean, Tunic just came out, which I haven't touched yet, but I do need to try Tunic because it's in Game Pass. Um, um, 
Yeah, and it's not. It's not a lot, though, is there? No, <laughs> no, not it. particularly. Like, so, so I have, I have one new game to talk about, but I'll, I'll, I'll quickly mention that I'm continuing on with Horizon. So I'm now like forty hours into that game. Jesus um, Christ! How long is that game? As long as you want it to be, it seems like you can just oh, okay. keep going. Uh, yeah, that that game's. I, that game is. Uh, I talked about it a lot last episode, but that game is exactly what I need it to be. Uh, no more and no less, basically. Which is um, a giant open world filled with markers for you full to like, of lose stuff your head in. for me to just yeah. do. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it continues to be really good. The combat has not evolved, but it's given me a lot more options now, and it's actually done a really interesting thing where some of the. Do you remember from the first game there was like the um what did they call them the tri not trials uh there was a thing you could do and it would be like here's a set area with set creatures in it and if you need to do this particular task and there was like a gold uh, bronze silver gold system um I think I know things. what you're talking about yeah, but anyway there's one of them and I've done a couple of them and then I was like well actually this is a different way of approaching this okay this makes sense now and it's actually changed up some of how, how the combat works for me um I finally got the the um primitive machine gun that's in that game and it's just dumb a game fun. has a machine gun what? yeah it's the bolt blaster I can't remember what to call it but it's basically this thing that's got like magazine 60 arrows and it's got like a two second charge up and then you let it go and it fires 15 arrows like machine gun oh, style okay, sure um it's great it's it's a really good way to just like no you just need to go away like right now <laughs> um yeah and like yeah it, it's it it continues to be really good there's one thing I'll, I'll talk about though um this is is it a spoiler probably like if you want to go in super cold maybe jump a couple of minutes but uh part of that game so obviously that game is like that game's set in the US, right? Or like yeah. post, post post-apocalypse US. That is, that and... is the, the, the West that they talk about. And exactly. The West is the... So you basically end up going into what is, I assume, is Las Vegas or like it's the city in the desert, right? And you do a Nevada, bunch of... Yeah. yeah. And it's one of the story missions actually is set in there. And once you reboot one of the systems, it kicks on all of the, what is obviously like the future uh las vegas where they have like a bunch of holograms that are doing like ad shit and like the oh sure like, like, you're turning on the you're turning on the strip or whatever is yeah you have to reboot the the system that ran yeah. it all underneath uh, and it all just kicks on and it's just it's just game is so pretty like that game just looks absolutely incredible and um just the design of that stuff is really cool uh it just like it yeah it just looks really nice but there's a there's a section underneath so obviously, like it seems like there's like there's been this biodome or like kind of like glass dome bit that was obviously mm. part of the part of the strip that's been covered over by all the sand, and it's been flooded by, insert story reasons, um, and you have to go into you have to go in like you have to dive under, drain everything underneath, and then you're inside this dome that used to be a casino in Las Vegas that's full of robots with sand above you, and it's it's an absolutely gorgeous area. Um, and it's huge, and it's got this. It's got its own subquests in it, and all this kind of stuff. It's just, it's such a cool game. It really is. Cool. Um, and it's like it's like I say, it's not revolutionary. It's not like breaking the genre, but it's a really good one of these things that is really good. That yeah, sure, doing yeah. what you wanted to do. Um, and yeah, it seems like 
like I'm at the point in the story where it's like, go do these three things and then we'll move on with the story. And I've done two of the three things now and I'm like, okay, either I am now in the last like five to ten hours of this game or there's another 20 hours to go and I don't know. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, but there's that. So the only new thing I've played uh, is a game called, and I'm going to just very quickly bring up the name of it so I pronounce it correctly. <laughs> it is Anno... Mutation M? Mutation M? I don't know how you pronounce it. Oh, God. Mutation no. EM, basically. Um, which Literally is... on the front page of my like, Steam recommended. Yes. I remember seeing um, it. Yeah. So it came out... So I, I played a demo of it at one of the Steam demo fests like last year sometime, I think. And it's... It's pretty cool. I was hoping it came out on Thursday and I was hoping to put a couple of day, a couple of hours in, or I'll some decent time into it, but unfortunately because I'm old, I fell asleep on Thursday and only started playing it last night. Um, <laughs> rather than play it. It's cool. It's So it's a 2D... Mm, well, so it's doing the... Is, is it 2.5D? Is this the... Yes, sure. It's okay. 2D pixel art characters in a 3D world. Yeah. Uh, and that, there's like multiple levels of how you go about doing that but this one looks really really good like all of the character animations are like very high frame rate like the lead character like yeah i'm it, watching it in action right now it's, it's a it's really impressive. good looking yeah. game and like yeah. it's it's uh so it's yeah it's, so it's like future cyberpunky kind of world um main character has a illness called entangleitis which even I'm like two or three hours deep at this point, they're kind of unclear about what it is, which is a theme I'll get back to. Um, but it's, um, and she's basically like, possibly like a private, it's like a, like a private investigator or like a, like a gun for hire or something along those word world. The story's weird. The story's really, really strange. It's a team out of Beijing, I think that have made it, or a couple of teams out of Beijing that have made it. And it definitely feels like it's gone through like one too few translation passes. Like some of the dialogue written is a little stilted. Like the voice acted performances are are pretty good. Like they're they're working really well with the script that they have. But just like some stuff just doesn't quite makes like it doesn't quite flow the way you would expect it to. Um, and it seems like, in contrast to a lot of games I've played recently, it seems like too heavily edited. Like, you know, like when you, when you watch like a TV show or a movie or something like that, and you're like, there's that really jarring moment. You're like, oh, how did we get here? Like, it feels like a scene has been cut somewhere that had to be cut. And it's like, oh, it's like really like jarring. Like, yeah, like that quite filled in the space here. And there's been a couple of moments like that where it's like, either you're rolling the story out slowly or there's stuff that's been cut for time that you haven't quite filled in the gaps in. Um... But it's yeah, so it it's the the story part of it is is weird because there's not a huge amount of story, but basically like you're or so far anyway. But like you play this character who has this illness that she is being treated for and being being kind of they're trying to work out how to actually how to actually cure it. Meanwhile, your brother has potentially found a cure of this thing called N five forty. Um, and was looking for it when he disappeared and you're currently trying to track him down um, mm. which is as far as I've got in the story right now but there's like so so it's 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 kind of two games in one right it's kind of a pseudo open world 
RPG where there's like side missions and shops we buy stuff and there's like a, a, a experience tree and skill tree and all that kind of stuff. There's all of that stuff in there. Like super cool looking world, really good, um, like fantastic design and a lot of stuff. It's got a real, both in like the dialogue and the story and like kind of the way that it's rolling itself out. It's got this kind of like mid 90s anime feel to it where it's like, it's not, it's not like, it's not like 2077 where everything's like super grimy and like horrible and like, mm. and it, but, and it's kind of like, it's got that weird, like kind of PG 13 horny in it. That's like, like nineties anime. Right. Like there's like, Oh sure. Right. Like you look like bodysuits and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, that, like it's got like, it's yeah. like bodysuits and the, like there's a, there's like a slit in the main characters thing that doesn't need to be there. And yeah, there's a section yeah. where you have to go into like a nightclub and your uh, your partner's like, hey, you can't go into a nightclub in this tracksuit that you're wearing. And they put her in a dress that is like, she doesn't want to go in the dress. And people, it's a whole thing. Um, it's got a really, it, it's got a good feel to it. Like it's a much more, it's like a less dark cyberpunk game, which is, which I'm which I'm kind of into. Um, but also like, in terms of like the kind of, these motherfuckers have seen Evangelion. Is the thing I'll say. Like, I, I don't think anybody that makes a game like this hasn't seen Evangelion. Yeah, but games. like, so we'll, I'll, we'll have to do a video on this to show you. But like, see the opening scene in that. Like, mm. I swear somebody was about to say the word third impact. Like, just visually, like there are like straight up like crosses. There are like big red explosions that take out weird Arctic bases. Like, it's it's real close. And like the hmm. section I got to last night before I switched it off, there was like a like a weird flashback. Is this happening in my head? Is it not thing? Where it's an uh, uh, as a child, and it's like, yeah, those are definitely some like destroyed mechs in some water. That's a lot of red hexagons and crosses. This is okay, sure. Um, but yeah, but I, I, I'm really enjoying it. So it, it's it's got the open world kind of side mission style stuff, but the actual combat is like it's a two D brawler basically uh oh, so got... it's, not, it's not just like a narrative game no 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 it's got co- it's got okay. like it's proper combat it's like it's got a light heavy you've got a ranged attack um you have upgradable weapons you've got um like skill trees for those weapons that unlock different combos you've got modifiers and chips you can put in your weapons and, and all this kind of stuff uh, and it's good it flows reasonably well it's got like perfect parries it's got all that kind of stuff um it's it's good. It, it's it's again. It's about as complicated as it needs to be. Um, really, really cool enemy designs as well. Sometimes, um, and yeah, it, it plays pretty well. It's it's it definitely feels. Uh, it feels like they put the polish in the right places. Right, it feels like they've really worked on a lot of the visual stuff, and they've got the combat feeling pretty decent. Um. And yeah, it's just it's just it's just a cool thing, uh, and, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, so yeah, I, we should do a video on it, even just to show off the style of it, and just to show you exactly what it is. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's it's the very um, odd path traveler sort of style, but in a sure, cyberpunk yes. world. Yeah, and just like yeah, the flow of the animation is just really really good, and it it works. It yeah, works it looks really great. Good. I like the the footage that I'm looking at now is uh, yeah impressive. Good yeah, looking sprites. It's, it's twenty quid on Steam, but it's also on PS4, PS5. And I think that's the only console at this point. 
Um, I think, yeah, PS4, PS5, and Steam. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's still a demo out. Is there a demo? Like oh, there was see. a demo. There's no longer a demo. No. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Well, we should do a video on it just to, to, mm-hmm. to show off. It's it's very cool. Um, and then the other thing was... Oh, no, that was it. That was it. I was going to say, you, really had, th- you said you only had one thing. Yeah, the other thing we talked about last time, so that's fine. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, what, what, how have you been occupying your time? Uh, I don't, I've stopped playing Destiny? any new video games. Uh, yeah, I've, I've not been playing any new video games. I... Uh, Continue to play Sekiro. Uh, yeah, can we have a check in on Sekiro? How are you finding that? Because a game's great. A game's great. Like, okay, uh, it is, a game is very good. Uh, I beat the 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 boss that everybody or the people that are like playing it with me, quote unquote, like watching me play it, define as like the start of Sekiro. Mm. Um, which is uh, the real Sekiro Genichi- starts here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. It's Genichiro for people that sure know who that is. Um, but it was like that was like a properly hard fight where you had to like learn animations and like what he was doing at any given time, and it's, it's super satisfying. But like I I so I played that game for six hours, seven hours, mm-hmm. and beat Genichiro. And everybody was like, "That seems relatively quick for doing that." Like you're doing it quicker than that. So apparently, I just have naturally good abilities in Sekiro. Sure. Um, which I keep saying to people because it's like. Like, I've played a lot of video games with parrying in it, and mm. I like parrying, and it's one of my favourite mechanics in video games, so I do it a lot, so I'm good at parrying. And then there's also, there's a specific kind of parry in Sekiro where it's called a Makiri counter, where, like, if people stab you, you can do a specific motion to, like, stand on their weapon and kill them, so it's, like, a different sort of parry, but for stabs only. Mm. And the parry for that is you basically, like, dash into them, and right. your character then steps on their thing and I was sitting thinking about it being like because I think that's a really satisfying mechanic to use like every time you pull it off mm. I was sitting thinking about it I told my friend this is like I think I got it is because Makiri Counter is basically exactly the same as the parry from Street Fighter 3rd Strike where it oh, is really? okay. move, in, move into someone to parry them so right. it's this really satisfying thing of instant risk reward of if I dash into you sometimes it's not going to work and you're just going to hit me or if I do it at the right time, it's this amazing sort of open window parry thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the, the third strike parry is like one of the best designed system in a video game ever. So mm-hmm. it was like, when I, that clicked in my head, I was like, ah, right, I get this now. Like, I understand why this is the way it is. Um, and there was like a guy in Sekiro, there was like a guy in a hole and... <laughs> Everybody that was, or the people that are, that I've been talking to about it were like, yeah, that guy in the hole is a bastard. And then I beat him in like six attempts or stuff like that. And they were like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have been able to do that. And I was like, I don't know. It's like, did it? <laughs> it's, it's not, it seems weird. I, apparently I'm like, I, I'm surprising even myself with how far I'm getting through it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a great game. Yeah. Um, but the thing I want to talk about was, uh, I finally uh, got a complete clear, what's up? No, I was going to say like, um, I don't know what yours is like, but. There's a lot of my Steam friends list right now that is just apparently in the middle of Elden Ring, and it's like oh, that's all my Steam yeah. list. Like, it's, okay, cool. If, if, if it's not the people at the top that are all playing Destiny, it's everybody underneath them that are playing Elden Ring. Like, yeah, is, actually, yeah. I ended up looking at the uh, just because the Chromecast app for Twitch is a bit shit actually, but like the second mm. the second tab you get on it is like the here's the games in order of who's uh, how many viewers they've got per game. 
and like Elden Ring yeah. is still like second or no it's not it's, yeah. like, it's like sixth or something like that under like the things you expect like Valorant CSGO and Apex and stuff like that it's like it's the only like new game under there for a while and it's there's, kind there, of amazing there's, there's a lot to that game like that yeah. is I, uh, yeah. there, there are people there are people on my like Final Fantasy Discord who are actually actively playing it and someone was like I thought I got to the. I, I thought I was getting to the end of um, Elden Ring, and then I found two more complete areas, and yeah, I was like, "Wow, that seems huge! Like it I, seems I, massive." I've resigned myself that, like, once I've cleaned out what I've got right now, like, I'm probably gonna get it. Like, I, I need to. Know I mean, I, I probably will. I probably will as well. But, but like, that's, it, I, I only feel secure in the knowledge. But I was gonna say I feel secure in the knowledge because I played Sekiro and liked it. But they're very different games, mm. so I don't know what the. I don't know what it'll be like, but I'll try it. The big thing, the big thing for me was one of my mates who's playing it said to me, like, "Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a From game, but it's a From game where you have options about how you want to tackle stuff, right? Where you can start, you can throw yourself against a boss for a while, and then you can go, ah, fuck this, and go somewhere else, which is the first time you've been able to do that in a From game, and that might help." Uh, some of my potential frustrations with that, where it's like you just don't make any progress for like seven hours. Yeah. Um, so my my problem yeah. my problem with it is that it's still they didn't learn, or from what I can tell anyway, they didn't learn the key lesson that I think that they they picked up in Sekiro, which is like they when you die, they can limit you by taking away like your money or mm-hmm. whatever, but they they don't take away that much of the power that you gain. You still mm. have your experience most of the time, and you don't have to corpse run to go and get it. Yeah. You still, you still corpse run in Elden Ring to go and get your runes back, and that's the thing that gets me a lot of the time. Yeah. And that and the fact that I thought the combat in Dark Souls sucked, but yeah, the corpse running is the thing I don't like because that game is hard enough where you can make a bunch of progress, die, and then on the way back die to some random mob or falling True. off the scenery because the controls aren't great. Yeah, and then yeah, you've yeah. just lost a bunch of progress for no reason. Like it's. Yeah, that's totally. the thing that got me. So that's the thing that might not get me a bit. But I'll, I, I'm willing to try it at this yeah. point because Sekiro is it's, so good. It's become such a. Games, it's become such a thing now. Like we knew it was going to be yeah, big, know, yeah. but like 12 million yeah. copies in a month is not like even if it's just for educational reasons. I think we need to know. Um, yeah. And the other thing I really appreciate about it is like I mean we've talked on here before about like one of my m- most hated things about a game would be if you're like you go on and you go oh this is the weapon you need to use like this is the only weapon right like this is what you have to use and you have to have this spec, and well, this yeah, spec. The, the 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 FromSoft games have never been that like exactly but this one again the- Sekiro is different because you have a weapon yeah exactly you don't change that yeah. but like specifically for this like you watch like the last two weeks of Highlight Reel um which has been basically exclusively Elden Ring. Yeah, just and like, people doing weird shit in Elden Ring. There are yeah. no loadout duplicates or costume duplicates in it. Like, everyone has something different, is doing something different yeah. with it. Um, there's a guy yesterday, um, I think it was on this week's highlight reel, where he's like, he's like this tiny squat dude with like metal armor and he's got two giant hammers and has a shadow step. And you're just like, yeah. this guy would be impossible. What is happening? Like, yeah, it seems like there's definitely some build stuff in there that you could do, you could have some fun with. Oh yeah, for sure. That's 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 the cool thing about yeah. the, the the Dark Souls game is that like you can pretty much do whatever. Like it yeah. is, and it you seems can build however you want. And that's why people like the proper crazy from heads that just like finish the game and then go back and start again is because you can do that. Like yeah. you can just go and do it and go do something completely different. But it definitely um, felt like it definitely felt like the early from games, the early Dark Souls had the 
like more like crpg problem where like you can spec wrong right like if you can like oh yeah like the the, the early crpgs yeah yeah yeah. so like but like you could do things which like well i'm gonna put a bunch of points into um luck or i think it was poise or whatever it was in the original dark souls which is like because none, none, none of the stats are described, right? Because it's a FromSoft game. So you're like, I don't know, I'm going to yeah. put points into poise. And then you are you get to the end, you're like, why can I not kill anything? It's like, oh, because you wasted those early points. And you're like, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's, that's, don't, don't fuck with me. That's bad design. Like you should that's not bad, be able yeah. to do that. It's also, right? it's also a part of the, it's the same sort of thing that I see people that are talking about. It's the, it's the, 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 the wanker FromSoft people on the internet hmm. still have the, the mentality of stuff like the map and like still and the fact oh, that yeah. there's no mini map or like a, a quest log to tell you anything yeah and they think that that's good design it's like it's not it's like they're 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 purposely withholding information because that's what they like designing but that doesn't make it good it yeah. just is that design oh yeah totally um, and like it's the like fact, the fact that it took the, the fact that it took people ages to figure out that you could mark the map at all and then yeah. it was like revolutionary to some people isn't good like that's not a good idea and also like uh, i get the- it it's supposed to be an immersive world and stuff yeah. like that but like you have to make some conceits about it being a video game sometimes so, like, like the the patch they put out this week um added basically that all of the npcs that you've met are now marked on the map like yeah th- that's good yeah yeah, yeah like a thing you would do if this was a real thing you were doing you'd be like oh that's where steve is i'm gonna just write him down on this map in case i need to come yeah. back to him with this jack but like- yeah that's that that's exactly what I mean because people got super mad about that and they yeah. were like, "No, it's the like, design of the game." And it's like, "No, it's not." It's like them making conceits to the fact that like people need to be humans. It's, yeah, yeah. Like not everyone is crazy. Um, yeah. Speaking of, I I came across again that this. I think I'd briefly seen it when it came out, but I came across it again the the same kind of bullshit discourse about like, oh, they're making games easier and all this kind of stuff. So you remember how past couple of games have, or there's been a couple of games over the past couple of years that have had like a, like an exclusively like, I'm here for the story difficulty where like they crack yeah, down the combat difficulty. That, yeah. 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 Um, I think like, like Guardians had it, I'm pretty sure is the, the most recent yeah, one I can remember. Yeah. Um, DSX had it and like, DSX had it. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, when Horizon came out, I saw a tweet from some fuckwit that was like, oh, look, here's another game with a fucking explorer mode because they don't want to play the real video game. And it's like, well, one, fuck you. Two, explorer mode makes it remove stuff from the HUDs, not add stuff to the HUD and does nothing to the combat. You've just seen the word explorer mode and have decided to just shout because because nobody loved you when you were a child. Like, it's, Uh, it's really... It's such a dumb discourse. And then, yeah, for it's, Elden, it's really, for yeah, Elden the whole, Ring... The whole discourse around video game difficulty oh, yeah. has always been bad. Like, it's and never then, been good. For Elden Ring, for a game that is explicitly designed to kick you in the testicles continually, for anyone yeah. to start coming out with, like, difficulty discourse around that game is just fucking wild. Um, I did see the um, the traditional FromSoft uh, speedrun of how quickly can I get poisoned uh, oh in, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Elden Ring, it's like four minutes. <laughs> you could die of poison <laughs> from the from the start of the game. It's like okay, that's cool. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like I, I'm, I'm convinced I'm going to get there. I'm just, it's not a priority. I've got it's other same, I think, it, I think it's going to be the thing that, unless something else comes up, it's probably going to be the thing that when you hit the summer drought, yeah, that I'll probably totally. end up getting. But yeah, unless that, something else comes out, which it might, but I don't know. That that's my guess. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, cool. I, I'm I'm glad one of us is doing Sekiro because it felt like what it felt like the one that's different. That like, okay, we should know about this. It is, it is, it is definitely the one that's different, and it's better for it. That's yeah. why I can keep playing it because I'm not because the combat's good. Finally, yeah. like that's the thing. That, sure. Um. So the main thing I wanted to talk about was. Uh, I finally cleared the entirety of the new Destiny raid. So, finally, this. Oh, yes, of course. Um, and I want to talk about it because at the time, the last time we were recording, I'd only done the world first thing and we'd only done like two and a half encounters or something like that. Yeah. Um, it is definitely the best raid that they've ever done. Yep. Um, uh, that's, that's, anyway. the, that's the that's what I've heard from everyone who's uh, done so, it the, so far. The, 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 the two that are in competition are this and Last Wish, because they're yep. the, the ones that people remember in high reverence. And I found out this week that they were designed by the same person. And oh, you can sure. see it you can see it in the DNA of the raid because basically that person's really horny for callouts. And right. so the Vow of the Disciple is like what happens if the people that played Last Wish decided that the thing that people liked about Last Wish was all the weird callouts that you had to do. Yep. Where you had like fucking, you had the vault encounter where you were like, "I've got fire breathing to, I've got dragon breathing to the left fire on right. the left of me. What do you have? I've got yep. fish jumping out the water upside down and stuff like that." Yep. And people, they decided that's what people liked. So let's do this. And this other raid will give them twenty something other symbols that aren't. They aren't as confusing because it's not all... Because the ones in Last Wish are all like, here is the dragon symbols, and there are like nine dragon symbols, and here are yeah. the fish ones and the bird ones. These are 20-something unique and distinct symbols, Jesus. but you still have to have callouts for them. And when you do it on day one, when you're getting through the encounter, you obviously make up your own callouts for your own mm-hmm. fire team because you're like, you have to in the moment, and you're like... It's the first time when we figured out because it's like... So I, I'll, I'll say... At this point, I'm going to talk explicitly about the raid. Like yeah. I'm going to, it's been out for it's been out for enough time at this point where if you care enough, you've probably done it or you've seen it at this point. So I'm just going to talk yeah. explicitly about it. And again, the first thing we ca- don't we yeah. don't talk about this enough. But like on the post that we put up with the podcast, it has time codes for all this stuff, so you can just skip yeah. this section sure. if you want to. So yeah. yeah. So the the first encounter has a a thing where it's like obelisks, and you have to find the right symbols to shoot on the right obelisk, and it unlocks the door basically. Yep. So. In the moment when you get there, because I, we didn't realize when we were doing it, we didn't realize how many symbols there were. There were, mm-hmm. and I got to the point where I had to call it a symbol, and it came up on my screen, and I was like, "Uh, it's like a, it's like a guy holding a hammer." And but you're like, in the moment, you're just, you just have to make up a name for it. So oh, you're totally. just like, yes. yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's hammer guy or whatever, and you move on. Yep. But, when you, when we when people went back through it again when it wasn't world first we realized that they'd actually given them official names. Um, oh really? Okay. There's like there's like a room before the first encounter that has all the symbols on the wall, and if you walk up to the symbol, it tells you the name of it. Oh. Um, okay. So we so we did that, and then we were like, okay, here's all the official names, and here's what we were calling them. Uh, there are some on the official ones that are better, and there are some that we think we made up that are better because you want you want as limited time spent calling stuff out as possible you want to keep communication as clear as possible yeah so we just sort of made this like mishmash of the two and then posted it on our discord and we're like this is what we are going to call out for this raid so it's one of my favorite things when a group 
makes up a bunch of names for things that are not official like we do that we do that gtfo all the time like i yeah i, st- yeah, yeah. I, I still it's... don't officially know what the things the the growths in the wall that explode when you go near them and poison you are called we just call them testicles because that's exactly what they look like yeah. so when you're when you, somebody who doesn't know where you're there is just like whoa watch the testicles and you're just like what the fuck is happening yeah it's because yeah yes it's great but there are, there are so there are some symbols that were like um there's like a symbol that looks like it's like a dude with like bad eyes, like bleeding out of his eyes. Mm-hmm. And the official symbol for that is give for some reason, but we called him crying man. Sure. We're like it's probably crying man because that looks way more like, a, I don't know why that's give, but then when, when we, when we were in the raid, there's like one that's like a big red box. Mm-hmm. So we just called it red box, red box but the yep. official word, the official, the official word for it is stop. And we're like, oh. why did we not? Why did we not just see that as a stop sign? Like, why in the moment? Why well, because, did we not just go? That's a stop sign. Like, just- well, because you don't want to do that, right? Because if you're doing if you're doing intricate callouts for a raid thing, the last thing you want to shout at any time is is stop. stop yeah, right. That's it's fair. like shouting yeah, bomb in a fair. movie theater. Like, it's just gonna it's gonna fuck everything. Like, everything just stops at that point where you're just like, yeah, I, mean, I guess that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Like. I think, like, genuinely, there is a good reason to do that stuff because, like, crying man. If you, you describing that image, I can see what it looks like in my head. You calling it crying man, but calling it give and using the official terminology, there's like an extra layer of translation that has to happen in your head, right? Where you will, in my brain, I would go give is the crying man, which is this thing, as opposed to just going, yeah. oh, it's this thing, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's probably a good so idea we- that you're naming it yourself. Yeah, and there's like there's like one that's like love, and it's a flower, where clearly it's just. Why it's, it's a flower, flower but yeah the, the the reason it's not is because there's a there's like a hidden thing in the raid that's like uh it's like a wall with a bunch of panels on it that come up with these symbols but they come up in a different order every time you do the raid oh and okay if you piece them all together it tells a story and it's like so that's why the specific symbols have a specific name so you can get this symbol uh, this sentence out um and that's so. That's the thing I wanted to highlight in this raid is not only the best raid in terms of like design, which I'll get into, but it is really good at telling this story, mm-hmm. which is like because it's the first time that you are seeing anything to do with the witness. So this raid, like the the final boss of this, is the disciple of the witness. He's called Monk, mm. and he is, and it's the first time you've interacted with the the witness or anything to do with him, and it's supposed to be different and you don't know anything it's not like you're going into an encounter where it's like oh these are the hive we know the hive or whatever so having these little bits of story everywhere is like piecing together okay who the fuck is the witness like what does he actually want and that wall is like it basically is it's supposed to be like a prophetic wall where it's like telling you what the future is according to the witness Mm -hmm. so it is like the the words are it's like nouns and verbs and they just piece it out and like what the witness is going to do and it is it's really cool because that's another hidden raid thing that people all had to piece together as a community mm-hmm. so it is it was a cool thing to watch people like figure this out and piece together the sentence and stuff and it doesn't look good for the future but that's <laughs> right. irrelevant sure um so yeah and there's like a bunch of like cool the environment in that thing is so cool because you're inside um his like pyramid ship yeah the screenshots and- I've seen of that thing look wild yeah and it's like it's not like a normal pyramid ship because he's like a disciple of the witness and he's been around forever he like keeps it as like a sort of like lab museum sort of thing Mm -hmm. so you see like 
he has one of like the hive worm gods that he keeps for himself and like so it's just there like you walk out the first encounter there's this huge hive worm god sort of like moving around in the the ship mm-hmm. and there's like cut up bits of the leviathan there's like whole like stuff he's like stolen clearly from other races that he's gone to subjugate for the witness mm-hmm. um it's really cool to sit and watch and the design of it's super awesome and you get to the point where past the second encounter there's like there's a really cool thing where he's trying to it's obviously trying to like show you that he's been around and he's like mm. seen stuff so the third encounter is this like race against time up the pyramid to get to where Rolk is yep but you have like three different things happening at once that are all to do with relics from other raids so like other bits of the universe that he has pulled in and kept for himself right so you have like you have like the laser beam thing from the Levi- you remember the Le- the leviathan encounter that was like the dogs and you had oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you had the guy shoot the laser at the flower he yes. has one of those laser beam firing things right so he's got he's got one of them he's got the relic from vault of glass that you use to like cleanse people when they get blind yep mm-hmm. and he has the relic from Last Wish, which is the Eye of Riven that you use to just the knock out the immunity bubble yep. that they create. So the third encounter is you running up the, the pyramid, swapping these relics between each other to solve the different things that are happening all the way up. Hmm. And and also dealing with the callouts to unlock the doors and stuff like that. So people are like There's the guy with the laser who's killing a knight to extend your time. There's the guy with the VOG relic who has to jump between parties cleansing people. Right. And there's the guy with the the Last Wish relic who has to jump around and destroy these immunity bubbles and stuff. So it is like they're doing the Last Wish thing which is everybody is making calls at all times and then you also have to do the symbols. So it is... It is not like another any of the other Destiny raids where it's like a lo- people can like sit back. Everybody has to be actively participating. Yeah, because like some people can see some symbols and some people can't see other ones, and so everybody basically has to be aware at all times. There's not people that you can just sit back and be like, "Yeah, just shoot your gun. We'll take care of this." Everybody has to be there and be present. Um, it's really, really, really cool. Yeah, and then you make your way up and you get to the final encounter with Rolt and. Rolk is, I think I said this last time, he is a raid boss that is not like any other raid boss in Destiny. Mm-hmm. He is, and that is that is super interesting and it's really cool from a perspective of story because he is supposed to be a thing that you have never seen before. He is a being that you have never met and never seen before. So it is good that they give him mechanics that are unlike anything that you've seen so far sure. from all the enemies that you know. So you deal with you deal with his own like weird crystal mechanic that is to do with like taking away his shield while doing callouts for the symbols and stuff like that. And you get to the the damage phase, which is like on a big platform and he's there. Mm-hmm. And it's to do with he has a big glaive that you shoot. Oh god, how do you dis- describe this? So he is like the, the the main thing that separates him from other destiny bosses is that he moves a lot. Like right. He is mobile. He's a really big dude with really long legs, and he dashes, and he he feels like, like I said at the time, he feels like a fight for a different MMO, because he is, like, dashing at people with his glaive and doing big cleaves, and then shooting, like, four lasers out in, like, cardinal directions, and then if you get too close to him, he, like, kicks you and stuff like that. So he's, like, mobile. He's very, mm. very mobile. So you are, like, 
shooting his glaive to get this debuff that then if you jump into a laser you can dunk for energy that puts him weak and stuff. You're doing a bunch of stuff all at once. And then you get to the actual damage phase when you can actually do damage to him and he's still moving. Like he is still doing his dashes and his big lasers and stuff like that. So it's never... It's not like the other Destiny bosses that have, like, you get to the point where you can damage them and they just stand still and let mm. you wail into them. This dude is, like, actively fighting you. It feels like he is fighting you because he's, like, dashing and doing his glaive stuff. And then, so you do that a bunch of times and then you get to his final stand, which is, like, the last bit of his health. And that is, like, you have to kill him within 10 seconds or he wipes you. But in those 10 seconds, he is basically... The the entire raid, he's, like, taunting you the whole time. He's, like, saying stuff and, like, mm. saying, like, taunting you like a last boss does. Yeah, yeah. But when you get to that final 10 part of his health, he basically just goes, right, fuck this, we're gonna, like, like I'm done with this. And basically just ups his game. So, like, dashes way more, has new attacks, knocks people in the air, like, has this whole new thing that he has to, and you're basically, it's basically, I've never seen a, a damage phase like it where there is, like, everybody is basically jumping and moving in a circle while Mm. trying to deal damage to this boss. It's crazy, and it feels so different. It is a really cool... Like, it sounds like like some of the raids you've described in, like, Final Fantasy XIV, almost, where it's about that kind of positioning. Especially where you're talking about, like, he's firing lasers in, like, cardinal directions and stuff like that. Like, Destiny bosses don't really do that. That's a completely new thing. Um, Yeah, and it feels so good. It's such a cool encounter. And, like, they are they're they're backing this up with the story stuff where when you get to that top platform and you have to like dunk a bunch of energy to make him damageable, the things that you're dunking into are four symbols, and it's the symbols for the traveler, the pyramid, light and darkness. Mm. And they have done a successful thing which they've been trying to do for seasons and seasons now, the thing that they're reinforcing, which is light and dark is separate from the pyramids and the traveler. Yeah. Light and dark are a cosmological force. They are they are they exist in the world. They are a paracausal force that has it's like gravity. Like yeah, you can't, yeah. gravity doesn't have intent. It is just there. And the pyramids and the travelers are entities with intent and purpose and things that are using these energies to fulfill that purpose. So they've they've literally in the raid separated those two ideas to the the other part like two different parts of the platform right. so the the west side is the traveler and the pyramid and the east side is the light and the darkness so they have like physically separated them just to it's a very very subtle thing that huh. okay when That's you think cool. about it from a story perspective you're like i get it like i understand what they're doing here they're showing this separation that's pretty and cool. then also yeah. they're like when you get the debuffs you can it doesn't. You're not like if you dunk in pyramid, you're not necessarily going to then dunk in darkness. You mm. can dunk the traveler with darkness or the pyramid with light. They're showing that it doesn't matter. It's like these two different entities. So they are tying and story into these mechanics pretty heavily. Yeah, they are mechanically yeah. tying story into the mechanic of the raid, which is super interesting. Yeah, and really, really, cl- like really clever and well designed. And totally. Um, it's just like hats off to the the raid design guys because they really like knocked out of the park with it. Mm. It is like the fact that they're now and it's like it's reinforcing what they've done in Witch Queen, which is like in Witch Queen they've really shown that Destiny, the people behind Destiny can now they know how to tell a story, right? Like they know yeah. they have 
they have plot, they have characters, they know how to write it, and they are now getting better at reinforcing that whole thing with mechanic. And it is you're now creating this 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 thing that they're talking about and they've tried to talk about Destiny for years, which is this living world thing mm-hmm. where everything is affecting everything else and you're reinforcing stuff across the world and so it is that that raid, if you ever needed a convincer that Destiny's alright and is going to be a thing that is worth your time, mm-hmm. that raid shows it. And like going through Witch Queen and then getting to that raid will be like, yeah, I get it. Like you understand what Destiny's about now. Yeah. Um it doesn't help that there are still mechanical problems with that game, like the weapon crafting and stuff like that is yeah. still bad. And Which it sounds stuff. like they're but- doing some very basic smoothing to uh, they're, next they're, week. they're trying yeah they're yeah. trying they're like increasing the caps on materials and stuff like that so people aren't like hoarding the deep sight resin weapons in their vaults but like they're still not doing and then they're getting rid of the specific uh elements like next season or something like that so it's just one uh currency which is mm-hmm. fine as well sure it's better um but they're still not doing the thing that people actually want which is like the the unlockable perks thing as opposed to yeah, spending yeah, yeah. Your money every time i assume or i hope that's because that's a harder system to implement than just raising caps or whatever maybe but, maybe uh, yeah i imagine but, that's going to be yeah that's going to take some engineering to to get that to work that's not an overnight fix that yeah that's, that's not a dial on a number yeah exactly it's not just like changing a variable in a thing yeah, somewhere exactly. being like okay you now have more of this stuff exactly um but yeah, it's it's really, really, really good. It's a really, really good raid, and the weapons are super cool. And the armor doesn't look great, but like there's bits of it that look good for specific classes and stuff like that. But yeah, it is it's su- it's super good. It's the most impressed I've been a raid in a, in a while. Mm-hmm. And like I, I when Deep Stone Crypt and stuff came out, there was a lot of talk in the, the community and stuff like that about are is raiding in Destiny two too easy? Should it be harder? And like. I was very much in the camp of no, like that's not, it's not the point. Like D- DSE also wasn't that too easy. It was just like people solved it quickly and got it. Yeah. But Vow is like, it can be actively difficult where you're dealing with a lot of callouts and there's a lot of communication and stuff like that that needs to happen. So I could see people being bad at that and then mm. fucking the raid up. But if you've got a squad that, that, knows what they're doing and knows the callouts and can react. It's not that difficult a raid. It's like they are they are they're making the difficulty of the raid like they're abstracting it from the mechanics. Like the mechanics are not hard to understand and they're not that hard to execute on either. It's the stuff outside of the mechanics that are the difficulty. It's your ability as a team to communicate effectively yeah. and get the right bits of information across at the right times. Yeah. Which is makes it way more interesting as a raid because if you do it well you can do it quickly and it's not that difficult but it does mean there is a learning curve which is the thing that you want you want that difficulty that then falls off when you get the learning curve yes there will still be people that are mad that it is not punishingly difficult because they want to feel like of course yeah super special because they cleared the raid but see conversation we had earlier about difficulty yeah yeah like that's I don't think that's what raiding's for. Raiding's no. not for that. Like that it, it's want- supposed to be the, the the end game challenge for PvE and there is yeah. a challenge behind it is just not punishing. Which is- I mean that that's that's always been the thing about raids that has appealed to me is that like these things are a giant multi person puzzle 
Like that's what I want exactly, from yeah, that. That's what that is, kind of yeah. raids. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's the thing I'm there for. If you want to do difficulty, it sounds like there's ways you can do difficulty. Like you just crank it up and do whatever you want. But like, that's not why I'm there. So yeah, that makes, that makes a lot either. of sense. Like makes a lot of sense. The, the, re- the, the reason that I'm there for for Destiny raid is one, it's got unique gear in it that is cool mm. that I want. Two, it is a good environment to like hunker down for like an hour or like yep. an hour and a half or whatever with people that you trust and yep. do a task together that you know you can accomplish like it's yep. that sort of thing and the third thing is that it's interesting to solve these puzzles and they are because it is reactive at this point because you never get the same symbols in the same places or whatever you are still you still have to be present like it's not a totally. Watch. I mean, I, I've, I've said this multiple times before, but like, it, it's why I got so deep into GTFO, right? It's like really compressed raids for that exact thing, and it is, yeah, it's every, exactly, every level in GTFO is like a mini. Is a mini player, raid, right? It's good. Yeah. It, a lot of them have their own mechanics, their own little puzzles, and you are in there with people you trust. Is maybe a bit strong. One of them shot me in the back I of mean, the head, yeah. but you know, yeah. um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I know he listens to this sometimes. Sorry, um, I, I can guess who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I agree, um, yeah. I got him back. It's fine. The but like every one of them, like they are these little, yeah, they they are their own puzzles. And even if they are just like straight up combat puzzles, like having a team of four in you there that are healing and distracting and using the right items at the right time and orchestrating a plan and pulling it off. Like it's it's this really compressed, like really pure version of what an MMO raid is and that's kind of why they're there right and that's why I'm in yeah, there for that stuff G- GTFO is a good example of like how you would do MMO raid level fights without the MMO stuff on top of it yes. like without having to do like the level grind or the the eye level grind or whatever it is you want. Yeah. And, it the... has, and it is still like it's more of a shooter than Destiny is, right? It is about, like, you need to be able to place your shots properly and do all that kind of... Like, it is more about that rather than it is about, like, powers and cooldowns and, like, that kind of I mean, de- stuff. De- Destiny, you still have to do that as well. It's just you have tools to make that easier. Sure, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like, this, it- the, 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 the second encounter in Vow is, like, a big Hulkin scorn abomination. But when you get to damage phase, his weak spot is, like, his face, like, the mm. mask on his face. And it's really occluded, so you do have to hit your shots like pretty precisely to be able to get the most damage out. Exactly. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that. And it's, the same, and it's the same thing in the last encounter as well, because he's moving around so much, mm. you have to be pretty precise. So it's like, oh, I guess it's not fair to say to Destiny that like it, you you don't have you you have to have some shooter skill. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for is. for sure, for sure. But yeah. you've got it's not it's not like Final Fantasy fourteen, for example, where. Mm. The thing that matters in that game is you being able to hold a rotation of skills. Yeah, it's rotations there. While yeah. doing while doing the mechanics of the fight. The thing that, that GTFO doesn't have that other MMOs have is because it, it's a weird way of putting it, but this is the way that everybody mm. d- uh, defines it, is that because that grind exists, mm. they when you get to the end game stuff, it's a lot grander. Yes. Like fights in fights in Final Fantasy 14, like the current raid layer uh the raid um tier in 14 the fights are extravagant and have a lot of mechanics and you have to deal with a lot all at once yeah i get gtfo has that as well but it is a lot of like isolated mechanics with yeah stealth in between it Can, whereas yeah, yes 14 has a lot is a lot more active about that and they're 
the justification for that is that to get to this grandiose fight, there is this sort of like build up to it that is the you're yeah. just condensing that in GTFO with. I mean, they they do pocket, have pockets of mechanical difficulty with where your quote unquote your grind or your build up is the stealth in between it, where you're like yeah. But I mean, going, they do. They, do, I mean, they do definitely have those grandiose fights in there. Like, there's there's a couple of things from this rundown where, like, the one that I I still like fucking hated at the time, but on reflection is actually super cool. Like the the uh, climbing up the spiral lab, like which people have seen it know exactly the bit I'm talking about. But like, it's just such an intense moment that is just like you. It really does require like everyone to be on their A game, like really it yeah, God, that fucking moment. And then like they're they're starting to they're starting to tie a bunch of the things the, the moments together, right? Where the, the the reactor boot sequence stuff, they're now pairing that with like real big holdout sections with multiple entrances and like um like lulls in between for you to do restocks and all this kind of stuff. Like they're really pulling a lot of this stuff together. And then like the new story stuff in this new rundown is just like, oh yeah here's where we just like flick the switch and everything just gets fucking weird for like 12 minutes and then it goes back again and you're just like okay they're, they're yeah yeah it, it it's cool that people are taking the lessons from that genre and putting it in other places um because it's a really and it's difficult to do like I, I like it's an exceptionally difficult thing to create like I mean, like, they put, what, a raid every six months is it at this point, I think? Like, these things have got to be difficult to make, right? So, yeah, like, it's it's really, in, it, yeah, it, it's worth the effort, for sure. It definitely is oh, one for, of my yeah, favorite yeah. things to do, for sure. The, there is there is nothing sadder than, like, preparing all this stuff in MMO and then you get the raid and the raid sucks. Like, that yeah, feels totally. like such a, def- a deflated thing. Yeah. So, like, the fact that it's all working is good. Yeah, like, that is and good. you want, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, cool. So we should probably go to break. Uh, yeah. I have some music, and yeah. So one of the, I mean, we'll talk about it in, in news in a second. But one of the things that came out of the uh, the idea Xbox showcase um, was the Paradise Killers finally come to consoles, which I didn't know it hadn't before. I didn't know it hadn't. Yeah, I thought it had. Um, but when I saw that, I was like, oh, it's finally coming out. But it's got a bunch of new content. It's on Game Pass, so you've got absolutely no fucking excuse. Um, but also came out with new, new content and some new music. So I'm going to do some some of the new music from that. Um, so this is Misunderstand from the Paradise Killer B-Sides. Check the post for links so you can pick that up. And we'll be back with news after this.
that was Misunderstand from the Paradise Killer B-Sides. Check post for links, you can pick that up. And like I say, you should pick that game up because it's on Game Pass and you should have played it already. Um, um, it's still... Uh, oh God, I can't remember his... I only know him as Barry Topping. I can't remember his... Epoch. What's his... Yeah. Epoch, that's the one. It's yes. still him doing it, right? Yes, so... it's still him and a bunch of the, the same vocalists they had on a bunch of the tracks in there as well. Good. Um... Yeah, so some news. Uh, so the, uh, both Sony and Xbox had a showcase of various things. Uh, we will start with PlayStation because they had a state of play uh, on the third. No, sorry, the ninth. Ninth. Um, which I mean, some- they had one on the ninth and the seventeenth. That was <laughs> oh right, yeah. The seventeenth yeah. one is a specific one, but yeah, this is the more general one. Um, Exo Primal. Which was a game that I was convinced was Dino Crisis when they started you and that trailer. Everybody, yeah, because they had like a bunch of dinosaurs and women with red hair and like leather cat suit, and you're like, "That's a Dino Crisis game." So it's, nope, it's a four-player co-op dinosaur I, mech thing. I think it, I think it was on the the I think it was on the the Jet Bomb stream when they were watching it, but it was like, "Hey, we can't do zombies anymore. So what other creatures can we have a bunch of in a horde? Oh, dinosaurs! Let's do that." Yeah. Um, yeah. So that there is, you're going to have to fill in some gaps for me here because, as far as I'm concerned, every game that um, fucking Square Enix puts out at this point from their Japanese branch looks identical to me. So yeah. what the fuck is the Dio Field Chronicle and Valkyrie Elysium? Because they could be the same game, and I just don't. So hang on, I need to check this myself. Hang on, because <laughs> Dio, so, Dio Field Chronicle Valkyrie, is a turn-based tactics Val- game, right? Yeah. So that that's a completely original thing like really? that is okay yeah, yeah. okay that's that's like a it's a thing that's supposed to be a new it looks a lot like final fantasy tactics but it's not final fantasy tactics it also it's, looks a lot like fire emblem but it's not fire emblem yeah it looks like fire emblem but it's not fire Emblem. it's a thing it's its own thing uh people were expecting the the war of the lines remaster but that didn't happen they got this nope. thing instead um and the other thing is what valkyrie what valkyrie elysium which is the oh, the God. sequel to Disco Elysium that we've always wanted? Uh, no, it's I mean, a, it's so it's a new Valkyrie profile game. So it's from the Valkyrie series, yeah. not the Elysium series. No, yeah, it's from the um, Valkyrie series, which had two games. I want to say I can't sure. remember what. It's old. I know it's old. It's an old series. Yeah, um, there's Valkyrie Profile, which was a PS One game, and then sure. there was Valkyrie Profile Two, which was a PS Two game. Right, and then. Valkyrie Profile nut- Covenant was- of the Plume, which was a DS game. And then sure. Valkyrie a- a- Anatomia The Origin, which is an iOS game right, from 2016. Okay. And then Valkyrie Elysium, which is the one from this year. Sure. Okay. So is it as an extension of the Valkyrie Profile series? There yes, you go. sure. Um, both, I don't... Sure. Like, Diofield Chronicle looked a little bit like Valkyrie Chronicle, which, which is the other thing that confused me, right? Because you look at Diofield Chronicle and it's like pseudo-turn-based. It's like kind of real time but it slows down for you to give orders and it kind of has that valkyrie chronicle feel to it where you've got like a time meter that you're spending as opposed to like squares um as opposed to tiles sorry um and i was like oh is, yeah is, like, the, is valkyrie well, chronicle a series now yeah that's that's like, yeah that's the that's the the thing that valkyria chronicle did valkyria like chronicle sorry the, yes. the the sp bar where it's yes the, you have a set amount that you can do yeah 
And I was like, oh, is that another one of these games? And it's like, no, because that's a Sega property. And this yes. is Square Enix. And it's yes. a whole... Fuck. But so DFU Chronicle has the the tactical combat thing, but it also has like a 3D world yes. traversal thing, like a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, yeah. So it's... Oh. It's bizarre because it is a completely original thing, despite looking like every other game that Square Phoenix Square Enix has ever made. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's I, I cannot. So, yeah. It would be interesting for you to for somebody to compile like the last ten Japanese Square Enix RPG style games, put screenshots up, and me not be able to tell you what any of them are. Like it, they just all look the same to me. And I'm like, like God bless you if that's your thing. Like it looks like you're going to be well served for a while. Um, mm. But I will say that, like, the one that really annoyed me, I think I saved this um, story. And apparently the, apparently the, the Deerfield Chronicles game is being co-developed by Landcars, who are the people that did, like, Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme Force and stuff like that. That's, that's a video game, probably. That's, uh, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's happened. Oh, they fucking did Etrian and Odyssey as well. Fuck me, dude. Okay, okay. sure. They've done a bunch of stuff, but... Um, oh okay whatever right okay sure I mean that, that that seems like a game that I'd play especially like if if it's less dry than um, triangle strategy seemed to be then I would be way more into it but yeah, yeah. Um, and st- uh, we'll get back to the, the state of play in a second but just since we're on the topic of Square Enix um, that <laughs> I think this Kotaku headline kind of says everything uh, from twenty uh, second of February, Square Enix is impossible to please. Um, yeah. Uh, so this is basically them talk. They did a financial filing, or Square Enix did a financial filing. They basically said they were disappointed with the performance of Guardians of the Galaxy, a game that was that sold pretty well and was critically universally well. lauded. Yeah, yeah, universally lauded. Um, was on several game of the year lists. Like quote, was... quote despite strong reviews, the game sales and launch undershot our initial expectations. Uh, yeah, they just they were unhappy with that. So that was the that was Guardians, which was the same story they they for Hitman and for Tomb Raider and for yeah. Deus Ex, and they've always said this stuff. And then you turn to Babylon's Fall, which is a game that Square Enix put out last week, yeah. which absolutely bombed, like one hundred percent. Just not only does the game seem bad, it didn't sell. It just like everyone was dunking on it it's barely a video game uh and they are it basically does, it does not despite despite look i think i said this to you despite looking cool it definitely yeah does not appear to be a good video game yeah um square enix got was like nope this game is definitely not dead here's our roadmap for content that's going to go all the way out and you're like this oh is... yeah, Babylon's Fall is supposed to be a live service game. It is a live it? service game, yeah. Oh for sure. Jesus, They're doing okay. like an anthem style um release. I mean it, it definitely seems like they're going the way of Anthem. So yeah, totally. Good, but but yeah. it's like this is the thing that you're gonna come come really hard and fight into because like theoretically it's a live service game, so theoretically you can continue to spend multiple yeah. you can more money on it. But like really good games like Deus Ex and Guardians, you're just like, ah, they didn't sell twelve billion copies, so fuck them. Like, it's such a I, let's let's no, let, let, let's pull it let, pull it back a bit about Deus Ex. Those games are good. They're not really good. Okay, my own bias is, is yeah being present there. But yeah, okay, they're great. Let, they are great games. About, they have massive problems. Yes, let's talk about Guardians then. Uh, like yeah. a game that did 
pretty well. Oh, no, that game's fantastic. Yeah, yeah that Guardians um, game's amazing. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, that game had, I think it was two day, two or three days after launch, it had three hundred concurrence on Steam. Like mm. the all-time peak concurrent player number on Steam, because it's the only way you can get these stats, right? But their all-time peak concurrent is just over a thousand. Like for a live oh, wow. service game, yeah. like just that's nothing. That's that's not great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fucking Square Enix, goddammit. Um, yeah, sorry, back to the. What other, the, what other, what other, other than Deus Ex, what other series have they been like disappointed in and killed like this? The... Um, all of them. Anything that's come out of their Western studios that they will use. This is complete speculation, but like it seems like they will. That Avengers game didn't do well. That Avengers game did do well, but I mean that game yeah. also wasn't great, so that's understandable. True, but yeah. like all of the stuff that they've like, because remember they like when they sold IO uh, or let IO go um, for the Hitman stuff. Oh, Hitman! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Guardians, uh, all the, the last batch of Tomb Raider games. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, forgot about that. Like they just don't. They just. But then, like I say, they will make twelve of the same JRPGs. And be like, yep, these are all great. And it's just like, yeah. cool, you're making the same fucking... Oh, anyway, it's a whole thing. Square Enix is a weird fucking company right now. Yep. Um, Returnal's getting a big 3.0 update called Ascension, mm. which adds co-op and a whole new area, which is a huge tower. Yeah, it's an Ascension mode that like every other yep. like game has. <laughs> yeah. Right, yep. Um, I should go back to that game and just give it a shot. I, I was hoping that they were going to add some... Like yo, we're not gonna fucking murder you constantly, thing. Um, but no, they're 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 doubling down on that thing because the story mm. part of that game, like the narrative part of that game, is so super fucking interesting. They just the game actively doesn't want you to see it. The every, um, everything I've heard about that story from both people talking about it and friends that I know that played all the way through it is that it does not stick the landing oh, at all. Okay, so cool. Okay, fine. Um, they should a little bit more of Ghostwire Tokyo, which is next week or the week you're hearing this. Uh, they showed some more Forspoken, which continues to look mm. interesting, but that game just and got, got delayed. delayed so. Yeah, delayed till October or something like that now. So that's yeah. in fact that's is that the was that the one? There's a game that got delayed to my birthday in October. I can't remember. Oh, was maybe it one. was. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that thing seems cool. I, I don't quite know what it is yet and what makes it different from similar games, but yeah, sure. Um, and then Stranger of Paradise colon Final Fantasy Origin colon Chaos Chaos Chaos. Um, yep. came out um, as well which I've been seeing mixed things about about like this is what happens when Final Fantasy like capitalizes on its cringe value and like it yeah, seems yeah it, 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 it the seems word dumb. is the thing that I've seen yeah. a lot yeah it seems it's, dumb in a good way they just, they just they just went with every idea they could have and then that yeah. was that was it they made a game out of it like the, doesn't sound entirely unappealing no but. like I, there was a clip that was in the rounds on Twitter of um a character just like pouring out her heart and being like well this is why i did this thing and this is why i was thing and i didn't mean to hurt anyone and all this kind of stuff and the lead character just stares at her for a while and goes bullshit turns around hits a button on his phone and starts playing rap rock as he walks away and you're like what the yeah. fuck is this yeah. game that has final fantasy on it that is like the 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 lead image is like one of the big villains from the final fantasy scene. like it's, it's chaos it, that's one of the big yeah, villains. like oh, weird um, Gundam Evolution, which is like a multiplayer team sh- first person shooter in the Gundam world. Mm. Um, it's a free to play multiplayer shooter. It was announced last year 
for PC, but this is it coming to PS4, PS5 later this year. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection, which is a bunch of TMNT games from like the arcade, NES, SNES, and Game Boy. Look at um, sorry, looking at the, the reviews for Stranger Paradise, mm-hmm. it's got interesting. It ranges from like eights to like twos. Yes, yeah, ridiculous. Seems, yep. Yeah. Uh huh. I, I need to go see more about it. Um, Gigabash, which is like, which I was like, oh, are they making a new War of the Monsters? And like, nope, it just looks a lot like War of the Monsters. It just looks like uh, War of the Monsters. That's what I thought as well. I was like, oh, they've they've done the new War of the Monsters game, but it's not. Nope. Um, JoJo's bit of bizarre adventure, All Star Battle R. You're the fighting game person. Mm. Is that game good? Yeah. No idea. Not seen it. Okay. If it's so, anything like, if it's anything like the, is it not a remake JoJo? of a previous one, or is it a new Maybe? iteration of the series? I don't know. Okay. I only, I'm only more familiar with the two D JoJo oh, fight games go. from like way, way back. From the Kotaku article, this isn't a new game. It was released in 2013 in the PS3, but it's a massively updated version of it, cleaned up for new hardware and 50 characters rather than the previous 32. So there you go. Uh, um, okay, sure. If it's, I, I wanted it to be more like the 2D fighting games, which were horrifically broken but hilarious. Sure. Like it was, yeah. Uh, if, you were, if you were to talk about, if you were to talk about like stuff like Marvel vs. Capcom 3 being like a one-touch game where you get hit once and you die, <laughs> JoJo is like seriously a one-touch game like is jojo is like if you get hit once you get infinited to death like oh, that nice. is okay but yeah, that seems it's, it's that seems fucking crazy yeah that seems thematically appropriate to the source material yeah totally yeah, yeah. uh trek to yomi which is the black and white samurai game that people keep mm. posting trailers of it's a yeah. side scroller moody side scroller but this trailer had like a bunch of like surreal elements to it like kind of um like floating rocks and like weird situations and like uh, like uh, non-human creatures that you're fighting and all this kind right. of stuff. So I yeah. have no idea what that's uh, what that's going to be. Um, it's developed by the studio behind Shadow Warrior as well, Flying Hog. Oh, really? Okay. Which is interesting. I did not know that. Um, yeah, so that was the Sony stuff. And then the Microsoft stuff was the... Sh- uh, is this an ID and Xbox? Yeah, ID Xbox. So they're in the showcase. Um, they showed off Immortality, which is the new Sam Barlow game, the Her Story developer. Mm. Um, that thing looks wild. It is very much one of those games, but they have this bit. They are playing the this is a found footage game when it is obviously not found footage, but they basically have shot what seems like three full, quote unquote, full movies or in era appropriate styling of like the 80s 70s and 80s sure and a bunch of behind the scenes stuff and you're supposed to kind of the whole thing is like you're trying to figure out what happened to this actress who's disappeared uh but the way that you appear to move between them so like her story was like you're typing in keywords from transcripts to kind of tie movie footage together and find out what's happening this is like it's doing a shot cut what's the technical term um Basically, like, selecting a shot, like, or a section of a shot, and then it will show you shots from the rest of the archive that are similar. So, like, if you take a shot ah, of, like, okay. the main character looking to the right, and you snapshot that, it'll show you other bits of footage where she's also in the same position, and that's how you're jumping between footage. Um, yeah, it, I don't know. I'm super into that idea. It just seems like so much work. <laughs> it just seems like so much work for them to basically yeah. shot movies and behind the scenes stuff for movies that don't exist. It's for a game for a game like Horror Story and stuff like that that where 
already pretty like complicated in terms of yeah. like the weaving pathways and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It just seems like they've taken that and expanded it out to like yeah. an nth degree. And there is like there is a story and there is a like a solution, it seems. So Sure, yeah. God knows. Um Flintlock Siege of Dawn The Siege of Dawn, which is a game from the developers of Ashen. Ashen? Okay. Is that a game? That was a black yeah, and white roguelike thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I think it was black and white, but yeah. No, it was, it was like a sepia-toned, very much, uh, yeah. kind of. Um, oh, that's the one with no faces. That's what that game was. Yes. Okay, got you. Um, yeah, open-world action RPG, cool-looking trailer um, with a, like, bird, fox, cat creature that you work with. I don't know. Sure. So it's this year, Game Pass, um, and on PC and Xbox. Um, Curse to Golf, which is a great concept where it's like a roguelike golf game um cool trailer cool trailer <laughs> uh escape academy which is like yo what if uh what if you went to school for escape rooms and there's like a whole like kind of visual novel aspect to it while you're also doing escape rooms and there's a story and stuff and it looks looks interesting um wrestle quest which oh god so it's a wrestling and RPG. It's a wrestling RPG, but like fantasy RPG. And they have a character that looks like Randy Savage, talks like yeah. Randy Savage, has yeah. Savage across his um, bandana, but is not called Randy Savage. Like, <laughs> I, and I don't know how they're getting can, away with it. Because you can look at it you and can go... Ta- you could take a lot of... You could take a lot... Like, everybody does fucking Randy Savage. Like, that's... But it's like real, it's it would be so really close. hard to do anything. Yeah. Like it's so close. And they've got like um they've got Andre the Giant or like fake Andre the Giant. They have like fake Hulk Hogan. Like it is so close to them that I have no idea how they're getting away with this at all. Um but yeah, it's a pixel RPG with wrestlers and it looks I don't know. Cool. Sure. Um Tunic's out on Game Pass as well. That's an Xbox and PC. Um I want to look at that game. I've heard a lot of really cool things. Um Crusader Kings 3 comes to console. Uh and then Fellow Traveler, which is a publisher, um, four of their games coming to Xbox and PC Game Pass. So Paradise Killer is out now. Uh Kraken Academy, which is a game I'm not hundred percent sure what it is. Yeah, I don't know. Um I saw the trailer and it looked kind of cool. Uh, it is a oh, it's out in Switch now. Or oh, it's out in Switch already, apparently. Oh, um, okay. Cool. I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, Beacon Pines, which is like a kind of it's uh adventure horror game with like a kind of dark, mm. cute vibe to it. Looks interesting. And then Citizen Sleeper, which is a game I'm super fucking interested in, which still doesn't have a date right now, but they've announced it's come to Game Pass, which is like a sci-fi it's like a, it's obviously developed by a team who have looked at tabletop rule sets like um uh, apocalypse world and stuff like that and i've basically turned that into a narrative video game set in like a kind of like ring world oh, lot, sci-fi ring world of, thing um, i love rolling d6s yeah like it's a lot of like you roll yeah. a bunch of dice and then you assign those dice to various tasks yep. and that That's kind of stuff apocalypse world yeah the... looks cool um yeah, and a bunch of other games. Um, I'll point out a couple of them just because I know what they are. Uh, Chinatown De- Detective Agency, which is a, a very traditional feeling 2D point click game made by a team, I want to say, out of Malaysia. Don't quote me on that. 
Um, again, demo at the Steam thing, very, very cool. Very, like, all of their interviews are saying, like, yeah, we played a lot of Carmen San Diego when we were growing up. So it's basically one, like, kind of like that, where you don't just get answers from the game, you have to Google shit. Like, the uh, the demo had a section which was like, hey, the we found this um, stamp on the scene, and they show you a picture of the stamp, and you have to Google what country that stamp is it from, and all this kind of stuff. Like, that kind of thing. It, it seems really, really good. Um, that's April, I think. That's coming out. I finally got a date. Uh, buh, 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 buh. anything else? Shredders, which is a snowboarding game that I looked up last night because uh, it's out the week you're hearing this. I think I saw I saw an article that defined that game as like snowboard, like skate, but snowboarding. Yes, so it that like cares appears more to be about the... the simulation of snowboarding, than... but not as much of a simulation as something like uh, what was the other snowboarding game that was like you make... No, because Steep was super arcadey. It's like oh, that's true. Um, uh, there was another game that was that was kind of like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I have seen even numbers of articles that say this thing's super cool, and also this thing doesn't control well. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll sure. see. Um, and then Void Train, which is a game that is like which I've played a little bit of. Um, I think it was a, again. I think it was a demo in early access or something. I can't remember. But it was like. What if Sea of Thieves was done uh, where instead of a boat, you have a train that you're building and it's a survival game and also it's in like a void with no gravity? It's a weird fuck. And it's also steampunk. That sounds interesting. Yeah, you should look up the trailer for that that, thing. Like, part of it is that you have like a leash that you have to actually leash yourself to stuff. So you can leash yourself to the train and float off to get stuff. Yeah. You can also leash yourself to like asteroids and rocks that are in the, the environment it's, what's it's that co- what's that game called void train one word void train yeah it's on steam for sure maybe a epic thing not sure can't remember um but yeah that was the two big showcases um and then there's a couple of other interesting um little tidbits from various other things which i'm now um trying to grasp some time so i can open this up because it's not opening is it is this void trim get out is it i think it's early access i can't remember void train uh is on steam as does not have a release date but i think that was part of the announcement was that oh no it does not have a release date weird i think i've seen it must have been early access i've definitely seen footage of that game for sure Mm. um Street Fighter 6 got announced. We didn't do news last time, so yeah. some of this is a little bit older, um, which there's not really mm. much about right now, except nope. that um, the thing that, that I, I'm not, I don't play fighting games, so I, I kind of, I was going to delegate to you, but the thing I did see was that the logo is causing some controversy. Yeah, um, they, they, found, they found the, uh, they found basically the, the equivalent of the Street Fighter logo on like a stock. It's the website. the Adobe stock footage uh, stock yeah. footage website has that so it's logo. really generic and doesn't look like a street fighter, especially since like four and five had really distinct cool looking yeah. logos. That was just like it looks like a placeholder image. Like it, it looks, looks like, like a place. Yes, you you're right. It. Yeah. Um, um, the other thing that came out of that is Ryu he wide, and that was about it. Ryu big. He's a big <laughs> Ryu big. Like he's he's a really big guy now. Uh, Ryu is almost as wide as he is tall now, um, yeah. which is kind of incredible um that's not a thing i opened that i meant to open um bandcamp is joining epic 
yeah in a weird, a weird move that i still don't particularly understand but if you start to see epic the way that i think epic sees epic at this point which is like they are just becoming a tech company in the same way that like google and microsoft yeah. are we're like because we're not doing games or because we're not only doing games because we're now doing movies and stuff as well um they're like cool we should probably have like a spotify right which i assume is what they're doing to do with with their band camp it was take guess um mm. and they, i mean but the, the problem is like or the reason why people are really apprehensive obviously bad camp is a very artist first service where i think it's like i think that the the cut is like 80 20 on that thing for artists um if you're selling music on Bandcamp, like it's why i get as much stuff as possible because it's yeah it's the yeah. easiest way for artists to get their stuff out um the the letter from their founder is very kind of like yeah, they they what they they are claiming that it's the purchase lets them do more um development on the actual product, like on Bandcamp, the website itself. And like better better pages, better mobile apps, better tools yeah. for merch and that kind of stuff, and payment systems and all this kind of stuff. Um we'll see if Epic leave it alone, which they probably should do. Um We talked a little bit about the the Destiny 2 crafting tweaks that are going to happen yeah. the day you hear mm-hmm. this. Um, they're basically upping the caps on a bunch of stuff as in a hotfix. That's kind of yeah, what so it the, seems like. There's the, the stuff that you break down when you're when you deep set resident a gun is you get the, the generic crafting material which is neutral element and then you get a specific a specific crafting material which is dependent on the perk of the gun and they're upping the caps on all that material and then also in, in season 17 which i think is the next season they're getting rid of all the specific materials anyway so just be neutral element um so it's it's better because like what was happening now was like 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 we said when i was talking about witch queen was that crafting was supposed to save on vault space and what instead was happening was people were filling up their vaults with uh red border guns because they were capped on materials, but they didn't want to, like... There was no reason to just disassemble this red box gun, because you would need it eventually. Uh, so they just left them in their vaults. And then everybody right. was like, actually, that seems really stupid. So they were up in the caps to try and alleviate that problem. Yep. They're also, quote, monitoring the vaulting of Deep Sight Resonant Guns issue. Oh, yeah. Quote. I'll bet. So, yeah. Um, cool. So that that's that hotfix hits that you're hearing this. Um yeah. Uh, Supermassive Games, who are the Until Dawn Dark... I was going to say Dark Materials. What's that series called? Dark Chronicles. Dark Anthology. Anthology, that's the one. Um, they announced a new game, like new non, um, non-Dark non Anthology game called yeah. The Quarry, which is supposed to come it's, out... It has been year. defined as a spiritual successor to Until Dawn. Yeah. So it, um, is... it looks a lot like a Supermassive game, which is not a bad yep. thing. Nope. Um, I don't think. Um, I haven't actually played one of those games in a while since Until Dawn. Um, but yeah, they've got some names for this one. They've got obviously uh, they've got David Arquette, Ariel Winter, Justice Smith, uh, Lance Henriksen, like some mm-hmm. big names in this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I will totally play another one of those games. Um, yeah. In sure. fact, that game is supposed to come out. I think they did they put a date on it. Yeah, June tenth. Which I'm just going to put this out there is like E3 time when we would normally get together. So like, oh, yeah, sure. if you want to get together and play some quarry, I will fucking play some quarry and we can fucking kill all these people in the dumbest way possible. Um, these the dumb last, teens. Yeah, dumb teens. Uh, yeah, the last thing, this is just a cool thing. This is um, So remember I 
one of my favorite games from last year was Haven, which is the new game from Game Bakers, the the Fury people, um, which I really really liked. Um, they did a big update uh, a couple of weeks ago on on Haven. They've been supporting that game reasonably well. There's not a lot of new content, but they've definitely like been continuing to patch it and like quality of life stuff. But this is their first big update they've done. Um, and they did a blog post which is linked on uh, which I'll link on on our post. But basically, the original version of that game was supposed to have. So obviously, the, the game revolves around you and Kay, who are the the, the couple at the center of the game, and it's basically about their. And relationship. Just to, sorry, just to check, Haven is the 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 game that was made by the Fury people, right? Yes, that's the, that's the game Bakers okay, right, is the name right. of the developer. Um, yep. So the game revolves around their relationship um, and them escaping their home as a couple and all this kind of stuff. The original version of that game, the original plan for that game was that they were going to have eight separate couples that you would choose at the start. Oh, okay. um, that uh, obviously would customize like um, the approach to the game and all, all that kind of stuff but they obviously they, they had to ditch that pretty quick because like recording eight couples worth of dialogue and animations and yeah. all that kind of stuff would be a fucking Takes nightmare. time and is, is expensive. And, yeah. yeah. So basically they released an update for that game last week which they've called the couples update where they've basically created male and female presenting versions of both you and K, and you can basically choose oh, good. who you want good. at the start of the game. It doesn't change anything about the game, except the... And they've also re-recorded all of the dialogue for the alternate versions of both characters with different voice mm. actors. They've uh, rewritten a bunch of the dialogue to, like, uh, remove, remove gender-specific language from a bunch of the stuff. Um and it's a massive amount of work. Like all the two D yeah, that's a lot. Art has had to be uh, added and redrawn. One of the really nice touches in that game is the loading screens. Like have like little snapshots of like them just doing, um, like dumb couple stuff. Obviously, all of that has had to be redrawn as well for yeah. all the different variations. Like huge. Like yeah, I think they said like eight months worth of work to get this in. Um, to kind of finalize the um. The feeling that the the, the the original thing that they wanted to do, and it's like a super good um, solution to 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 get to get the thing they wanted. Um, and Haven's just awesome. Like Haven, people should play Haven. It's a really really cool game. Um, really really good soundtrack as well, actually. Um, and I think that's everything I've got. Oh yeah, just this very oh, fuck. So now, nah, in fact, you know what? I'm going to leave that. That news is sold. It's not even worth talking about. Do, we, do, can't, we can't really add anything to it. Yeah, sure. Um, I want to point out the fact that uh, I saw that Hogwarts Legacy footage. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I was talking to my girlfriend about it because she's a massive Harry Potter fan. And I defined it as she wasn't watching it. And I said, you need to see this. It's basically Potter may cry. Yeah. Um, knowing that she's a massive Harry Potter fan and a massive Deadly Cry fan and showed it to her and she freaked out. Yeah. Um, was not expecting that game to be character action combat. But sure. It sure looks like it. That character was fucking like juggling people and like whipping them in the air and stuff like that. Looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. So I think that's everything. Um so what's coming up? Uh for me, Ghostfire Tokyo is twenty fifth, the Thursday, I think. Twenty fifth. Mm. Um twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Um, which I am tentatively interested to get into. A lot of the preview coverage was not glowing, but it's got enough weirdness in it where i'm kind of into it like it it reminds me a lot of like some of the stuff from um evil within 2 which i really liked um (laughs) where that game had some problems but there's a lot of fucking weird in that game that i was very much into um so yeah there's that 
Um, gonna just keep plugging away at Horizon. I may have finished it by the time we talk next time, but I have no idea how much game is left in there. I have so, no idea how long that game is, yeah. Who the fuck knows? Um, and then there was something else as well. Oh, Lego Star Wars isn't by the time we meet next, so... Um, how long does the internet think Horizon is? Hang on. I like looking at this. Oh, right, people yeah. Like... Um, there was something else as well, March. Um... The internet seems to think that to beat the main story is twenty seven hours. So, oh yeah, if you if you mainline that game, yeah, probably. But like, but it says gonna... main story plus extras is fifty two hours. Yeah, that so... sounds. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of what I'm expecting. Um, yeah, there's not much else really coming out. Um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I I'm not interested in that game, which also nah. comes out on Thursday. Um, I did go back and I'm play. Good. I don't think I talked about it here, but I did go back and play the. They re released the Tiny Tina DLC for. Two, three, yeah, two. Forgotten Keep or whatever that thing's called. Um, Dragon Keep, Assault on Dragon Keep. Assault on Dragon Keep. Um, That thing is fucking abysmal. Like, it's so... It's old, it's really old. It is old, but also, like, has... Is that... Has has Borderlands always been that and I was just an idiot? Like, is that... Okay. Yeah. Okay, good, thanks. (laughs) I played through through Borderlands 3 when I was, like like two years ago or whatever it was like damn this is kind of what borderlands always was and now it's just not funny like yeah like for me it was like when you when you're playing through um when you play through dragon keep and it's like you go to the section and it's like hey okay here's a con and you can see you can probably see the writer's room and it's like okay here's the joke right so you know dark souls yeah that's the joke that's the joke it's a dude in armor in front of a campfire who keeps talking about getting stomped all the time and you're like cool like you made a yeah, reference that's like, that it's like the most lines, fucking yeah. family guy-esque reference like you know this thing i like no yeah. evolution on it no parody of it just like you know this thing this is this thing the end of it's joke you're just like remember, remember thing yeah and also like that game is oh that game is bad that game is actively bad yeah, it's, it's bad. also it's not good not only is that game actively bad it's actively worse in this way that they've put it out where I think I asked you this at the time when I was playing it. Like the DLC from there, when you start that DLC, you take your character from the main game in, yeah. who has a bunch mm-hmm. of gear and level and abilities and all that kind of stuff. If you're doing this version, which is like standalone, you start like level one with a shitty gun and no ammo. Where like I died multiple times in that opening area because they just throw enemies at you and you're like, I'm doing six damage. Like this is bad. Like they haven't thought about it at all. It's oh, I was angry at that game fucking angry at that game anyway um yeah so ghostwire is about the only big thing coming out um and then april starts with lego star wars 13 sentinels comes out for fucking switch and i feel like i should play that game because everyone i know says i should play that game but the thing i really don't want is i don't want to buy it on switch and then for it to come out on steam finally and then my steam deck would be a much better place to play that but you're know. not gonna get your Steam Deck for another year. Isn't yeah, it? you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, there's a Switch version of Force Unleashed. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, and then it's like there's basically not much till May. It seems there's barely anything in May. Holy shit! When's the next video game coming out? Yeah, June. that's what I mean. This is what I mean. Is that we're hitting the block? Holy shit! Like, June. Is... Yeah. Even then, I think a bunch of stuff just doesn't have dates on it. And like I say, there's going to be uh, the 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 amount of my Steam wish list is a nightmare right now. There's like a hundred and something games on it, and it's it's a bunch of stuff that like 
you feel like they're going to announce a date and it'll be out two weeks later. So there will be stuff for sure. Um, you can ask me, ask me what the main character of Star Wars The Force Unleashed was called. What's the main character of Star Wars Force Unleashed called? Star Killer? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. It's not his actual name. His actual name is like Galen Marek or something like that, but they call him But they Star call him Starkiller, yeah. Which is why people freaked out in uh, episode 7, because they mm. call it Starkiller base, and everybody was like, wait, <gasps> hang on, wait! Yeah. And it wasn't. No, of no. course not. They don't Turns care. out they were, they were, they ended up in that series of movies cloning a different Jedi as opposed to Starkiller, <laughs> but... Of course. Because God forbid you have any canonical crossover. Yeah, God, God forbid they do a cool thing as opposed to going, hey, remember Emperor, Emperor Palpatine? Like that. Yeah. Imagine a world where they've done something cool. But, have you decided um, if you're going to the, the Star Wars hotel yet? I really want to, but it's a lot of money. So much money. It's a lot of money. I'd like, I, watched I, many, I watched so many videos of it and it looks so ridiculously dumb that yeah. I... I really, really want to see it. As a person, as I've known you for this long, and as a person, I know that you do not stand for uh, cringe very often. Yeah, I am yeah. fascinated to see what you'd be like when you're there's a like a dude in a Rodian mask talking to you. Because oh, it'll be talk to a Rodian because it's really right, talk to the Rodian. It's right on that knife edge between like your absolute love of the Star Wars universe and like your inability to deal with cringe and i yeah it's i think internally you might just explode and i don't know how your brain that's why but that's the that's the cast kind of what i want i want there to be a situation that that thing is so immersive that it breaks me that's what i want like that's (laughs) just just fuck me up that's 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 what i mean it's like that's like on the same way i was watching that get the one of the videos and the guy did force training and they did a bunch of fucking disney jittery pokery to make it look like he moved a rock with his mind I, in a situation like that where I couldn't put up with the fact that there was someone in front of me acting like the force was yep, real yep. in this environment mm-hmm. where it's like supposed to be a starship it's like, that I think would make me have a breakdown yes I think um, you would I think you would bifurcate into two people essentially but that's what I want I want that to happen <laughs> I want to be so immersed in the Star Wars universe that I forget who I am and yeah. I become somebody else like that's I will I say though like because I've watched the bunch of that footage as well uh, those lightsabers are Dope. They see the ones know, that, right? that have the blade that actively extends. Like oh, I know how it so works. Good. I've seen the patents. I've seen the mechanical. I know exactly how they work. But fuck me, they're impressive at the time. Like oh, it's so good. And then oh. they had fucking. They, they've recently gotten uh, like replica dark sabers, and oh, mm. it looks so good. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I really want to do it, but it's so so we're now so, so we're now starting our Patreon so that we can fund Callum to go to thing for let report- me go to the Star for- Wars hotel purely for reporting purposes it. purely for reporting purposes if not we were if go. we if we were bigger and we could somehow <laughs> write that off as a tax write off for like content purposes yeah exactly I would God. do it in a heartbeat because a video of me mentally breaking on the internet would probably do gangbusters for numbers listen but it would be like why we do most of this stuff is it'd be funny for us <laughs> it would be it would be really it funny would be for very us, funny for true. us and our close circle of friends i think would just really appreciate that footage oh i would break down so hard yeah be, uh, <laughs> and with that really do it. <laughs> we'll leave you uh com is the name of the website you can find all of our our uh, videos and podcasts are up there we're on youtube.com slash game engine start 
uh, subscribe there, get notified when we put new videos up. We are on Facebook and Twitter. If you search Game Start, you'll find us in there. Podcast at GameEngineStart.com is the email address if you want to get in touch. And that's us. Stay safe. Enjoy it as you, whatever it is you're playing. And we will see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye.